All right, all right. I'm really excited today. Have my good friend Matt Garabedian on today for the Legacy Blueprint podcast. Matt is the phenom investor. Been friends with Matt for a couple of years now, and Matt has so much knowledge to share with our guests. So I'm excited to welcome Matt to the show. Well, no, ah, welcome Matt. I'm excited to have you on, brother. Happy to be here, Joe. As always, love uh, spending time and chatting with you, and. Uh, enjoy uh all the friendship we've we've been in times we've had over the last several years it's been a blast yeah man definitely definitely so we were just chatting about uh different groups different masterminds you and i have met in in a high level mastermind and and i know you're you're involved in multiple different masterminds at this point so i mean maybe you want to chat a little bit about this just kick the conversation off that way maybe yeah i mean you know we actually my first event really uh was at your office uh in new jersey when you yeah, yeah i forgot about that yeah, so there was a lot of guys that uh, in that original group that a lot of people would probably know if we were name dropping, but, um, you know, good collection of guys and, and really like that experience, you know, going from a solopreneur mindset to walking into a, you know, a, a conference room of guys that are all like, you know, like-minded, you know, share very similar attributes and characteristics and, and goals and ideas. And, and then on top of that, like you could totally relate to everybody in the room because either they are going through the same struggles or have gone. And, 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 and the best part about it is like everyone's open and trying to share, you know, and, and add value to everyone in the room, which is totally, you know, like against the norm. Right. You know, most sure. people are right. Like, Hey, I got this working for me. I'm not sharing, especially if you're in my market. Um, so that taught me that, you know, there are, like-minded individuals that, you know, want to see you succeed. But the key is, right, like you got to get, you got to get yourself in that room. And so as we know, Joe, um, that's where, you know, it seems like 90%, you know, fail uh, at, at, at convincing themselves to invest in themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah, get uncomfortable, start to pay attention, start to uh, to level up, but, but have to get in the right room where, you know, your sphere starts to change, your friendships start to change, you start to get uncomfortable with, you know, getting into higher level relationships with people that, that make you get uncomfortable, but in, but in a good way, right? Start to push you to become the person that, that maybe you really were meant to be. You said it uh, perfectly. And, uh, you know, as we grow in our businesses and we, we tend to be able to get pulled in different directions, um, it's hard sometimes to stay focused on, you know, your core, right? What your, your unique gifts and your unique ability are. And I think all of us have worked really hard to uh, identify them, develop them, and then harness them, right? So sometimes there's a lot of shiny object syndrome, so we could easily get distracted, right? And so if you've got a, a buddy or, a, you know, a friend that, um, you know, kind of knows, you know, where you're really good at and, and kind of sees you going off to the, the you know, the, the, the road there, you know, it, it, it's important to like, you know, have that, those relationships, hey man, you know, like what's going on? You know, and you got to be vulnerable, right? You got to be vulnerable and share. So you, you can't go into these masterminds and, and you know hey you know everything's great i'm killing it like market working uh, employees are happy money's coming in shoot you know it's all good yeah. And, yeah. And, and unfortunately that doesn't exist so you've got to come in and and be vulnerable you've got to be open and honest and and, and share where you need help 
And that's where the magic happens. You know, you got to just no ego, just go. And it's like, Hey man, like I'm here, you know, there's, I, I want to see what the guys are doing that are doing it at a higher level. And, and maybe there's a couple people in the room that you can inspire and give some, some nuggets to. It's just a, it's a sharing thing, right? Yeah. No, I think it's interesting because, you know, even at, even at the level of success that we've had, and we're always grateful for the level of success that we've gained uh, over the course of the years. I think it's funny because when we call each other, we, we were able to bitch about the stuff that's not going right. That that's, that's, that's kind of like messed up at that day, that week, that month. And the fact is that there's always something that's, that's gets crumbling. There's always that left hook that comes out of the random Tuesday afternoon. And it's hard to have that conversation at, at a, at a high level with people that haven't experienced, you know, being successful, getting pushed back down, being successful, push back and pushing through the problems. If, if we had the conversation that we just had 20 minutes ago before this call, with someone who hadn't experienced any of those setbacks and failures and then achievements, people would be on the call with like going like, what are, what are these guys talking about? Right. It would be, they, they would be scared to death about yeah. the conversation. And, and, and it's just a normal, it's a normal back and forth with us. That's yeah. It's like a, a good percentage of my time is, is talking about these, these specific topics and issues. Cause we, you know, we, we, we have so much passion for what we do. We, we, we actually do the business. We're not, uh, you know, talking about theory all day. So, yep. uh, you know, when you, when you get kicked in the balls, you know, you know you've got to have a support group. You know, I remember several times where I felt like the world was falling down and, and being able to reach out to, to, to you, Joe, and to other guys um, in, in our, in our groups, like it's huge because, you know, it's not something that you feel is a burden to them because they, they want to know and, and, and they can relate. And, and in the process, like the magic happens, like, you know, there's, I don't know, you know, I just get excited. And, and for me, just to kind of wrap up the, the reason that I, I do invest in the masterminds is, you know, just accountability. And, and I know that if, you know, I'm paying for something, I'm paying attention and, and um, you know, we go to these things for pieces of info that, you know, we gather as gold nuggets, right? Like we don't go and, and drink, you know, information through a fire hose to these things. Cause a lot of it is um, very, you know, old hat, if you will. But yeah, you know, the, those little gold nuggets that you could pick up or something that that mindset shift, as you know, a 10 to 15 to 20% increase to our business is massive. Yeah. Yeah. And I always tell people, it's like, it's that 1% that 1% change we make, it's not a gigantic shift or swing every time. It's like, you don't go to these events and throw a hand grenade in your business and start from scratch. If you did that, you'd be at level one every single time, right? But it's always that little tweak, that little hack, that little momentum shift that, that really becomes that thing that changes the whole trajectory long term. But it's a little implementation, the little thing that you, that you put into your business each time that, that it's like, wow, if I would have done that, or it might have taken me two years to do that, and I just learned and did it in, in, in one day. Um, that that really is what helps you leapfrog, um, you know, the competition, which is cool. So, so Matt, I know that you know both of us have created a lot of success in real estate, and I want to talk about those accomplishments and where your team is at today and what you guys are working on. But I want to digress for a second because it wasn't always it wasn't always like this, right? For you, and certainly wasn't for me. That the the, the the listeners have have heard my story before. They've known some of the struggles that I've gone through, but I mean, can you walk them through kind of where you've been, what you've been through, and then kind of, you know, lead us into what you, what you got going on today? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, my name is Matt Gimmerbeating, obviously, and I'm born and raised in uh, Fresno, California. 
So I'm on, on the West Coast, um, and we're located basically right in the Central Valley between L.A. and San Francisco. Um, so just I don't want to bore you with my past, but basically, you know, uh, I came from a, 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 a family that, you know, did their best, but we were never, you know, financially stable or, you know, we live paycheck to paycheck. And many times it seemed like it was worse than that. So uh, it, at a very young age, I, I, I recognized in myself that I, I knew that there was bigger and better and more out there. And, you know, it, it was just ingrained in me that, um, you know, I, I wanted more for myself. So um, I, I wasn't a natural entrepreneur, right? So I, I actually was an athlete. So I spent most of my, you know, teenage years and childhood and all the way through college playing sports. And um, I spent all my time there, really. And um, you know, when that came to an end, it wasn't a shock to me because I never thought I was going to be a professional ball player or anything. But, you know, when it does come to an end, you're like, okay, now what? And, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, didn't really know uh, for, for a good couple years. And then, you know, right around the time of, you know, the economic uh, meltdown in 06, 07, and then finally in 08, uh, I started dabbling in uh, real estate finance. And I was actually wholesaling uh, subprime mortgages, uh, which is kind of an interesting topic. So I, I, I represent a large company that would take all the terrible loans and then sell them to Wall Street. So my job was to collect the loans from the street, package them up, send them to the, the direct lender, the warehouse lender, fund them, and then they'd sell them to Wall Street, right? So I learned this hustle like, oh my gosh, like, dude, you can make some money. So I made some money. I don't know. I don't remember what, how I did it or, or, or what, what I was doing because I, yeah, it was like brand new language to me, but I had made some money. Uh, and then the, the collapse happened and then I went broke and I got my house foreclosed. I got my car repossessed. And when I met my wife, we were, I was in t tens of thousands of dollars in debt. When we got married, we had, I don't know, less than $1,500 to our name. Um, but I still kind of, had this ambition in me and this self-belief that, you know what, like this is my path and no matter what adversity or circumstance is going to come, you know, I, I just want to keep forging ahead because I had a, a I, I had an awareness that going and throwing in the towel and just saying, you know what, like the entrepreneurial path is not for me. I'm just going to go get a job was a non, it was non-negotiable. I, I never considered it. And maybe people think that at the time that was irresponsible because I had now a wife and, and I had obviously financial problems and the family and society tells you what to grow up and go get a, a paying job so that there's money coming in every month. Right. But I just knew that that was a trap. I knew if like I did, I made that decision, I would never go back. And mm -hmm. so, you know, like, thank God I had that, that spirit, you know, to, to persevere. And I'll never remember this. Like I literally remember, you know, the bank saying, Hey, look, you know, we'll give you a cash for keys or, you know, you're, or taking or kicking you out. Right. I'm like, I'll take the cash for keys. They gave me like 6,500 bucks. So at the time I was like, okay, that's a little bit of breathing room, but here's how weird I am and how my brain works. Like most people who get foreclosed on, are going to go from like a, you know, this was a brand new house. They're going to go to an apartment, right? They're going to downsize to a, a you know, a, a lower income neighborhood, get that $600 rent. And then, you know, kind of like, okay, now what? For me, 
I said, no, I'm moving to the best neighborhood and I'm going to rent this house that I can't afford. But I knew that for whatever reason, I just knew that like I needed to, that, that I needed to do that. Like the, 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 the foreclosure, you know, was in the past, but I needed to like subconsciously like level myself up because I knew if I went backwards, I'm never going to get out. So I forced my so powerful that right there. I, I just got to stop you for a second. So the listeners can, can almost rewind that and listen to it again. Right. Because that, that goes along the lines of so many things, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mindset, understanding your needs, you know, you know, following through with your gut. You know, there are some times when you feel like you're so down and out that, that, that there's no turning back. But the fact of the matter is, even at the bottom of the bottom, Matt, you had the foresight to understand that the only way you were going to get out of it is if you kept the environment right for you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is so impactful. So, I mean, I, I'm, I apologize for, for interrupting, but I mean, that was, that is just, I have to put an exclamation point on that. Thank you. No, I think that's a huge, that was a huge point in my prop in my evolution. Right. I really look back to that point because I, I had no reason to believe in myself. You know, I wasn't like, Hey, I'm knocking down wholesale deals. At the time, I was building a property management company, right? So we know how, how that goes, like thinking like, sure. oh, business, right? well, no, I mean, you know, I was doing it out of necessity. And, and that came with a lot of backlash and rightfully so, because, you know, no, you know, no one in their right mind does that. And, and you know, your, your family or friends, dude, Matt, you, you know, you know you, it's okay to put your ego away. Like, it's okay to move to the other side of town. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. I'm like, but you don't understand. That's, I'm not doing that to put on a, a front. I'm doing this for me and my family because yeah. I, I, I believe in this path. So, you know, as that, as that progressed, of course, you know, we, we, you know, I started working in the, in the business and I, you know, I, I started taking – that that oppor- that that second opportunity very seriously. So it wasn't like, oh, I, you know, I, I I bailed out of that first one. Now I I weaseled my way into the second opportunity. How much time can I buy now to just eventually turn out like a loser, right? I said no. Like this is my second chance, and I've got to make it happen. And so you know, most people would say, oh, you know, I made this decision and it started raining money. Well, that's not the case either. It, it was another two or three years of, of grinding, of, of figuring out where I wanted to do. And, um, you know, uh, through being proactive and, and really trying to find my way, I finally found the concept of wholesaling. Um, that's another uh, opportunity where, you know, I had another chance to, to come out of pocket and invest in, in, in information and knowledge. And I didn't have the money. So, you know, we, we hear a guy say, you know, at those times you, you either, you've got to be, you know, a resourceful person if you really want things to happen. Right. And this knowledge was interesting to me because at the time, if you think I'm just a broker, I'm, I'm managing people's properties. I'm running back and forth with a chicken with his head off, cut off. I'm, I'm selling some apartment deals. I'm, I'm making some money, but this wholesaling thing just keeps hitting me, you know, uh, like a ton of bricks and there's something about it that is just so intriguing to me. And so you start investigating. And at the time, this is like 2000, 2009. So there wasn't a whole bunch of information out there, right? There was, at the time, uh, Preston Ely was like the first rock star 
internet guy, right? So he was like, who is this guy? Like I could relate with him. Like he talked my language. He was young. He was hanging out at the Starbucks, like <laughs> laughing at people and cashing these big checks. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? So I start learning and one thing leads to another that leads me to the fortune builders program. And now they had just moved to San Diego and rolling out their mastery program and they wanted 12 grand. I'm like I go to my wife, <laughs> Hey, you know, I really want to do this real estate thing. Uh, give her the nine grand. You're already a broker. Like what the heck do you need to know? I'm like, this is different. This is different. And she's like, Oh, I don't know. I think you should just concentrate. You know, like we just got through this mess and we don't have that money and, 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 and just, just do your, what's it doing? You know, close deals. I'm like, yeah, but I just really want to do this. And I, and, and so, you know, after a while I, I she saw how passionate I was and me being the sales guy that I am, I connect with the guy at, you know, uh, fortune builders. And I tell them my story. I say, look, man, like, you know, how can I get into this program? Make a long story short, they finance me, right? So I, I didn't have to come in with all the 12,000. I came in with a $2,500 down payment. I sold some stuff, 2,500 bucks. Okay. You know, now I got to figure out how to, how to, how to learn and, and, and implement and, and pay this back. You know, and I, I did, you know, I, I, I took action. I didn't overthink it, man. I just, I'm like, this is it. I'm going and that's it. There's no other, there's no other decision. And the first uh, deal I did, I made 27 grand on a, on a $52,000 purchase, total purchase price. So I picked it up for 25, sold it for 52. I made 27,000 and I'm like, oh my God, dude, if I just stuck a sign in this guy's front yard, I would have made 1500 bucks. But the knowledge, right? The knowledge opened up my mind and now I took this realtor broker hat off and now I turned, I changed my identity. We talk about how we change our identity. My identity shifted to I'm an investor. I don't know how I'm going to be an investor. I haven't got a pot to piss in, but I'm an investor. And I, I believed it. And so did others. And then as you know, that, 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 um, those promises you make to yourself, those small commitments, those, you show up, you do what you're, you're supposed to do. Those little wins. Next thing you know, they start to add up and now deals are coming in. And now I'm like making 150, 200, 300 grand in, in wholesaling. I'm like, wow, like this is a game changer around the same time. You know, I, I learned a, a strategy called subject two, and uh, because I was at the right place at the right time, I believe, um, I got a referral and this was like the unicorn of deals. Like it was a 17 unit apartment complex that I took subject to with, you know, with day one, half a million dollars of equity day one. And my partner and I, we took it down and ended up, you know, flipping it. And, um, we both made 300 grand and that changed my life. So when they say you're one deal away, it's really true. That, 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 that allowed me to then buy my house, my, my, my dream house, right? Like I went from fucking foreclosed thinking I'm going to go to the two bedroom apartment, like fighting myself, going to this neighborhood to rent. I had no business grinding, struggling, grinding, grinding, getting, you know, all this stuff happening, investing more, pushing. And then boom, you wake up and you're like, Oh my God, how did this happen? You know, and it's, it's emotional for me, dude, because you, we all have the same story. 
I'm in the process of writing the book through the DM challenge. So all of these memories are coming back and I'm like, Oh my God, man, my, you know, one of my gifts is just fortitude. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I love it. I love it. See, so, I, I tell you what, I've known you for years. We've, we've gone on incredible trips together. We've gone to Cabo. We've, go, we've gone all over the place and I have never heard the entire story. I've heard yeah. bits and pieces. Right. I mean, I, I've never got the whole, I never got the whole thing, man. I, I mean, that, that was awesome for me. That was, that was intense. And, and, and so I got, I got to go back because there's a couple really big takeaways. I didn't want to keep interrupting because it was so good. I mean, it's, I had to, had to let you go with it. But look, there's a couple huge for the, for, the, for the, especially the real estate entrepreneurs that are paying attention to this because this is going to be, you know, there's going to be some, some key um, real estate investing type podcast on this show, but this is really about legacy. We're going to get into that in a second. But, um, you know, for real estate investors, guys, investing in yourself, right? Number one, Matt is, is the epitome of investing in yourself. Even when you don't feel like you have it, even when you feel like you're taking a leap of faith, even when you feel like it, it's the last thing you got left. I, I've done the same thing, right? So, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, Matt and I are, are in that same page. I mean, there are times when, you know, it might be the last thousand dollars in your account, but if it's the, if it feels your gut is telling you it's the right investment, you got to jump. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's my second one. You got to go all in. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in order to see the big rewards, you got to take the big risk and it feels scary. But, but I mean, again, I'm going to speak for you, Matt, but I know when I go all in and I'm taking that big risk, that's when I'm putting in all my passion. I'm putting in all my faith. I'm putting in all my energy. I'm putting in, like, there's no turning back, right? The ships are burnt, mm -hmm. right? Like, I got no choice but to be successful because I'm not going to get a job, mm -hmm. right? So, so going all in is the only way to go. It was, it's success or bust, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. to me, like, you know, you got to go all in, and then you've, you've proven that in the story. And I think one more takeaway there is that, that you're, we say this a lot in, 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 in the DM fam, we say it in the inner circle family, my mastermind, but the people, that are really changing lives, the people that are really super successful, the people that are creating leaders, that are creating businesses, that are creating jobs, that are creating affecting change in, in industry, those people are changing every six months. If you can look in the mirror and you can think about the person you were six months ago and you can, you can say, I'm the same person, then, then you're not being effective enough. Not for yourself, not for your family, not for your friends, not for your relationships not for your business partners, and certainly not for the people in your mastermind. You have to be changing every six months. You have to be leveling up to a different place. You should be a completely different person every six months, you know, both in strength and mental focus, in clarity, financially, you should be a different person every six months. And Matt, you, again, just prove that in the story, right? And every six months you've changed. God, I mean, dude, I haven't seen you in six months. You're, you're physically a different person than you were six months ago, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's just awesome. Thank you, man. And I think we're all, it, it's, dude, I'll put it this way. I, you know, entrepreneurship is a contact sport. hundred percent. You know, get ready for that guys. Like anybody out there watching this that thinks this is not like, Hey, let's strap it on and, and tighten that, that, that chin strap and put that mouthpiece in, then, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get demolished. Yep. Uh, and so you, that, and that only comes with experience, right? So 
Um, I, I, I know, dude, I know, I know your story, Joe. I know a lot of guys' stories and mine's um, very similar to many. And, and you know, I, I just keep relating it back to, you know, um, your, your deep, this is cliche, but it, it really is. It's your deep seated why and um, your ability to really focus, you know, is huge. Right. So um, yeah. we're all, we're all going to, we're all going to have challenges um, the it's designed that way, right? Cause that's, there's, the, there's a low barrier of entry, right? In this business, like you have half a brain and a phone, you could get into real estate. So everyone, it's an equal playing field in terms of the, the entry, right? But to get to levels, like to, to be a guy that's making, you know, a hundred grand a year in wholesaling is a level from the newbie, right? Then there's a new set of, there's a barrier of entry to get, okay, how do I, how do I double that? Right. There's barriers of entry at every level. So like we're over here talk, talking like, okay, like I feel like I'm hitting my head against the ceiling. You know, how do I break past into the, you know, $2 million gross, if you will. Right. So it's the just, truth is we're, we're chasing challenges. We're yeah. trying to find people, people that are just starting out have no, they don't understand what we're talking about. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, I hate challenges. I'm running from them. I don't want to, I don't want to challenge myself. And we're like, dude, I wake up every morning trying to find a challenge. I, I want people in my mastermind that are calling me and I can't answer their question. Like I want challenge. I seek them. I'm looking for them. Right. My business. I want bigger challenges. I want bigger. All the only difference is I want the, the, the $500,000 problem to become a $50 million problem. I want a bigger challenge every single day. That's, That's yeah. what drives us. Oh, you're right. And, and the lack of, of that is, you know, death because that, you know, the, then the, the, the depression and the, the negative self-talk and the, and the, and the self-loathing and all that, you know, starts to come in because it's, you, you're, you're inactive, you know, and your mind's built the way uh, to, to move and to process and to think and to, you know, grow and, and to take action. Like, you know, like, yeah. I don't like to, I, I like talking about things, but I'm like, okay, enough talking, like, let's yeah. do it you know? Yeah, absolutely. I want to touch on two more things and then jump into something else. So the question for you is, so you said that last deal was right place, right time. Do you believe that you create your own luck? Yeah. Yeah. My, right. my grandfather always told me he had some great one liners that I, I remember, but you know, he was in the real estate business. So he would always say, you got to turn over rocks. You got to turn over rocks because um, you know, eventually you're going to find gold under those rocks. And so like, it's, you know, like, okay, grandpa. But when you think about it, he was like talking about prospecting, right? Yeah. He was like, the guy's always said, no, oh, Marty, Marty, you're wearing your lucky suit. You're you know, you got this new lucky suit on. He's like, there's nothing, there's nothing with my suit. I was in there working. I was talking to people and people yeah. like, overcomplicate this whole thing. And, um, you know, it, you got to take the action. So the action will lead to conversations. Yeah. Conversations. Cause then conversations <laughs> identify wants and needs and how you can help. And then that opens up the, the opportunity to, to, to put people together or make a sale. Yep. And, yeah. and that's where the opportunity, you know, like, you know, Hey, you know, you got to do marketing. People sit back and like, Oh, you know, uh, I'm not just, I got no deals. I got no, you know, I, who am I supposed to call? I don't talk to anybody. I'm like, well, how much are you spending on marketing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's, a, that's the first problem, you know? And so the actions will lead to opportunities or luck. Right. I mean, absolutely. You know, 
we, we, we just last week I was um, writing my team like, dude, where's the opportunities? Why aren't you on the phone? Why aren't you having more conversations asking how you can help? You know, but we're still, so we're consistent with our actions. And then next thing you know, boom, we tie up a six house property deal at a great price. It looks like we've got some, some, some interested buyers. If that comes together, it's a, it's a over a hundred thousand dollar wholesale fee, you know? And it's just because I've forced my name out there. I'm forcing my company to be known. I'm for, I want to be a force to be reckoned with, not because I have an ego it's because I know I can help more people. And in turn, you know, I could help more sellers. I could help other investors level up. I could, I could help my, my team reach their goals. I mean, there's so much opportunity, but if you're stuck behind a desk and, and, and you're afraid to put your name out there, if you're afraid to get behind a camera, if you're afraid to drop some money into a, a marketing campaign, bounce, dude, leave. You're, you're not, you're, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You're just, you, you, you're not, understanding what you've signed up to do. And that's what people don't understand. 100%, man. Absolutely. I agree. I agree with you 100%. The, the right place and the right time is created by act, 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 activity, mm-hmm. action, and, and speed. You know, the more that you, you create that activity and that, that opportunity for yourself, that, that's right place, right time. You will be in the right place, right time, the more you take action. Yeah. Right? And I want everyone in sales that's listening to this to pay attention to that. Right place, right time comes from being in action. When you're, not in, when you're not in action, you won't find that right place, right time. Your phone is not just going to ring with a motivated seller. Dude, and I think more and more, uh, Joe, is like our ability, I'm really buying into this, like our ability to uh, convey and transfer our, our, our energy, which will, will allow us to influence people, right? So, you know, yeah. like I, I look at stuff like influencers, right? They're, they're you know, neuralistically programming you right mm-hmm. but you've got to have you you've got to bring an edge to whoever you encounter out there because you know yeah. you stand out from the crowd and it's not about how great you are but you know uh, you know i'll give you a, a little tip that we shared and and, and, you, and you you talk about this but you know identifying people's uh, unique abilities or their gifts um mm-hmm. is a great way to to connect with someone uh in you know on a on a just a, a first initial meeting it's not like, hey, bro, nice to meet you. Like, that's not connecting. Connecting yeah. is get to know what moves Joe, what your passion is. And then I see Joe, man, dude, you've got so many uniquely, you're philanthropic, you're generous, you're, 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 you're you know, you care, you're, you're a great dad, you're a great husband. I mean, all these things are unique abilities. Those are, not, not everybody has those, right? So I see those in you as my friend. You know, I, that's why I wanted to come hang out with you at the Super Bowl and, 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 and see you celebrate the, the Eagles victory. I mean, that, I'll, know, I'll remember that the rest of my life, but yeah. you know, it's like, how can we, how can we impact the people that were around and have these memories and events and, and do cool stuff together? Cause then the deals just happen, you know, like the money follows the activity, right? It, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. We're sitting- I take it one step further too. I take it one step further when you, when you meet, people and you interact with them and you understand their unique ability, the follow-up when, when you're sending a handwritten card or a gift or you know their kids' names or you know their kid plays soccer or you know that their wife likes to bake and you send them some sort of, you know, specific, you know, gift baked, you know, around baking or something like that, you know, random things that you learn about them, take it to a whole nother level from a personal standpoint, right? 
Oh man, dude, it's a game right? changer. So, you know, understanding that is really what makes the connection happen, right? Yeah. And too many people yeah. are work, they're running at a pace that they're not slowing down enough to actually no, it's, pay it's, attention. Uh, and they're having conversations, but they're not actually attention. Hundred percent. I'm guilty of this. This is something that we have to be aware of, and it's a, it's a. I, I'm, I'm naturally introverted, right? I think we've all yeah. talked about how we're naturally. You put us in a big room. I'm probably going to hang out with guys that I know and and talk about stuff that I like to talk about. I'm not a social butterfly. It, 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 there's a difference, right? But if you see something and and you feel like you could add value to someone, or you're trying to connect with someone, or, or you, you want to meet someone, I, I think those are just great examples of how you could differentiate yourself from their average conversation that, you know, is mind numbing and goes one in it's unrem um, you're not rememberable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that as well. So, so Matt, um, you know, I don't want to keep you on, I want to respect your time here. I want to keep you on the, uh, on the pod too long, but you know, the podcast is called the legacy blueprint. So we want to jump into legacy for a quick second here. You know, can you talk to, a, to us a little bit about, what legacy means to you, how you live it every day, how you plan on leaving it. Um, you know, I know you got, you know, a great little family that, that, that uh, you've created. You got two young boys. Um, what does it look like for you um, as far as the team goes, as far as the business goes, the lifestyle you've created? What is legacy? How does it part, you know, play a part in your life? You know, Joe, it's a great question. And, and it's, it's something that, um, we talk about a lot, but I hadn't spent a whole lot of time really uh, exploring what that looked like for me until, you know, we, I keep going back to this, you know, we're doing this book challenge, you know, in the, in the fam. And so it's kind of forced me to sit back and, and think, right. And, and, and kind of go through my memories of the childhood. I kind of shared, you know, those, those um, times that what I was thinking about and, and how my money blueprint um, was given to me by my parents and, and looking at, you know, what, how their parents operated around money uh, and then how the lack of money caused so much uh, sorrow and hurt in my family really left a, a big wound in me. And, and then also what that required my, my parents to do in terms of, you know, no stable income. So they were, they were out, out of the house you know, and not a lot of time to nurture and develop young Matt, right? So, you know, I, I didn't understand a lot of that until you start realizing how you, where you came from and how you were thinking yeah. about how you felt about your family. I remember times, I, I don't blame my parents at all. It's just how I felt. Like sometimes I was embarrassed to like get dropped off at school because we were driving the hoopty, right? Or I was wanting the Jordans, you know, I cry, like, I want the Jordan. My mom was like, you have a champagne taste on a beer budget. Like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you know, I just was, a, I just liked that, you know, the materialistic stuff, right, at first. I was like, yeah. So then that, that was the driver. Yeah. Like, I, you know, when you get in, a, I want that Rolex. I want, I want that Porsche. I want that car. I want whatever, right? It doesn't matter. And then, um, So, so going back to the, what, what the legacy is now. So I, I've been writing this stuff down. So it's like, you know, I, I'm born for this. So it's like how I decided to change my family's legacy. Right. So 
I really been thinking like all those challenges that I've gone through in my life and, and even while I'm in business has, has, has given me a priceless education that I'm going to hopefully transfer to my sons. Um, you know, and, and, and God willing, like they're going to have interest and, you know, we talk to them and they ask, daddy, how many deals did you close today? So they, they, they talk about those types of, they, they kind of speak the language already. And so I just know like the knowledge that my kids are going to have, you know, are they're going to be dangerous. I, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, getting them in at 18 or 19 years old. I mean, even my wife told me the other day and I was shocked. Like I, the kids aren't going to go to college. They're going to go to work for you. I was like, really? You don't want them to go experience mm-hmm. that? And I was like, heck no. Like, that's a waste of time. Like, let's get them on the track to investing and learning and, and whatever, whatever that looks like at that time. But that's a legacy piece, right? Because I had no, I had no money education growing up. Like, I, I didn't think about or care or even really know about what, you know, a, um, cash flow or liquidity or net worth or, you know, how to even, at the time I was like, dude, if I can make a hundred grand, it'd be game over. Right. Like I remember having yeah, this. Call. I'm retired. Dude, yeah. 100K? <laughs> what? Like, you know, now it's like, payroll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if, if I could, you know, maybe I'm not the guy that's going to leave millions and millions and millions of, of dollars to my kids. But I could promise you I'm going to be the one to spark that movement. So my kids are going to have that chance for sure. They're going to be able to leave, I think, a, a huge financial legacy for their kids because they're going to have all the knowledge from, from an early start. I, I had a little bit of a later start, but, I mean, I'm going to still pull my weight when it's all said and done. So I'm not, you know, I'm not – saying that my kids are not going to be, you know, given both, both sides of it, both the, the knowledge and maybe some money to start. We'll see. But, you know, I'm, I'm cool with that. Right. Even if, even if I just give them the knowledge so that they can, they can, you know, stop this generational, I don't want to say it's a curse, but it's been a generational lack of successful people in my in my family in terms of the men. And sure. uh, so I'm excited to, I mean, I, I kind of realized that I could be the stop gap and then move it to the future generations. Nice man. Yeah. Nice. So, so that's, that's huge. Right. I, I think, you know, that, that is a, a pretty deep seated why. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I love it. Love the explanation. So uh, Matt, I know you got an online wholesale training course. Is there a, site for that where people can reach you uh-huh yeah it's phenominvestor.com if you, you want to go directly to the site and check out the course um you can reach out i'm on all the social media uh, matt garabedian on facebook or phenom investor is my business page on instagram is uh uh the phenom investor blueprint it's a long handle i'm probably going to change that but uh the phenom investor blueprint on instagram mm-hmm. i do a lot of i do a lot of content on there I have a YouTube page, Matt Garabedian. I'm starting to roll out a lot of content, trying to be consistent with that. And, uh, you know, I'm rolling out a, you know, a, a one-on-one or a live uh, coaching program here in the next, you know, uh, 30 to 45 days. I, you know, I, I'm looking for 10 students. So if someone's looking to do that, please reach out. Other than that, you know, I'm pretty easy to find. 
Cool, Matt. Well, I appreciate uh, having you on, man. I, as always, you know, awesome interview. Really, really good stuff. I know that uh, specifically the real estate entrepreneurs that, that uh, pay attention to the show are going to get a lot out of this. If you're listening, make sure you hit up Matt. Um, you know, his wholesale course is amazing. I've actually gone through it myself and uh, got some great content. We stole some nuggets out of that for our team as well. And uh, hit up Matt for his one-on-one coaching as well. Matt, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. My pleasure, brother.